The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com. Welcome to a brand new episode. Name of the episode is Careful Now. All right. <laughs> uh, we tossed around a few ideas for the name of the episode, but I, in the end, decided that uh, Careful Now was the way to go. Because I love a good running gag. Um, oh, hi, it's Carrie. How are you? So here's the deal. Uh, we've got this free podcast, which is out every week. And uh, so far, without fail, we've only missed a few times. Or <laughs> 12 or however many years we've been doing it. And that will continue to be free. I really want to thank all of you who are our Patreon true believers. Love it. Thank you so much. You've really made this a lot of fun for me. I'll be honest with you. I was... I wasn't sure I wanted to do the Patreon thing. And uh, the folks, uh, the panelists talked me into it, and, and I now have no regrets. I'm glad we're doing it. Uh, we got the uh, Ask Me Anything up there, uh, part one. And this week, our season finale for WandaVision will be there, our deep dive into that. We all have a lot of strong feelings about that show. <laughs> And where you can hear it, we don't do it here because this is the free podcast and this is where, we, you know, we don't want to spoil it for you. And we'll be post- posting that on our Patreon sometime this week. We're going to give you a couple of days to watch it, so we're not spoiling it for you. And then you watch it and then come and listen to us uh, deep dive. Uh, I learned a lot of things about it. <laughs> uh, GeekShowGotThisCovered.com is the uh, short link to get there. I want to thank Mike for making that for us. Geekshowgotthiscovered.com is the link that'll get you to our Patreon. It's very affordable. And uh, so far, uh, we've had no bad reviews. Nobody was saying, this sucks, I'm out, so far. I'm sure that'll happen because people. Uh, but this podcast is free just for you. And uh, we want to thank our sponsors for making that possible. Of course, uh, the Nerd Store and Dr. Volts. It's a great time to be a geek in Utah. Dr. Volts Comics and the Nerd Store have teamed up. Uh, Comics, collectibles, action figures, and so much more. No matter what side of the valley you live on, there is a place for you. The Nerd Store in the Valley Fair Mall or Dr. Volts at 2043 East 3300 South. I'll see you next Wednesday. All right, uh, let's get to this brand new episode. Everybody was here except for Jay. He had some stuff he had to do, but uh, we all had a good time. Name of the episode is Careful Now. Please to enjoy. Welcome back, everyone. Oh, almost everyone. Jay is on assignment. Yep. <laughs> and, I'm, and I mean that sincerely. He had... He's he had not work. work. <laughs> he had a work assignment uh, come up. So he is definitely on assignment. Uh, how is everyone? Fine. Uh, good. You know. Fat. Hmm? I was oh. going to say, pre- I'm, happy, <laughs> I'm happy that I fall in the obese category, I guess. Oh. <laughs> I could get a shot now. That's the Yay. big announcement. It's a, it's us olds and y'all, you know, fluffy. fat youngins. All, all, all oldies and fatties are welcome. I prefer come to on, you know come what? All. Seriously, the first time in my life I felt like I actually won the lottery for being old and fat. <laughs> uh, I would I would like it if you referred to me as Big Chungus from now on. <laughs> I uh, won't actually, do that. 
I do oh. have an alter ego um, for when I when I'm like particularly dangerously binge eating. It's El Consum El Consum Muerto, which translates Ooh. literally to the eating death. So <laughs> he uh, is the eating death. He's Lee George Cade, everybody. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just got uh, my website. I ain't got shit dot com or things and stuff. I don't know what to do dot com. And uh, <laughs> then my next new website. What do I watch on Friday dot com? That's all I got. Hmm. Noise. Right. I'm out of shit to watch on Friday dot com. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> just for a week. Uh, just for a week or so. Don't You're they have good. like a making of on this coming Friday? Yeah. I uh, I haven't yes. heard. I, I yeah, they, I've they, only they heard do. that from you. So assembled. Okay. No. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. They do. It, they're, basically, it's just a one episode thing, like uh, the Mandalorian making up yeah, series. Yeah, oh, it's okay. just assembled. They're doing it after every uh, MCU show. No, oh, okay. I never in my life related so much to that Chappelle character that <laughs> I did last night. So, like, scratching my arm. You got more of that Marvel you got stuff? More, you got more of that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, oh, he, uh, she's. Uh, uh, no, I refer. I, I will I, not refer to you as Big Chungus, by the way. Uh, I would. Okay, let's let's go with. Uh, that's that's let's too go close with... to something else. Too close yeah. to your arch nemesis. Huh? Yeah. We'll go. We'll go with uh, Chubby Sasquatch. There you go, Chubby Sasquatch. Everyone, too tall, Tony Quad T. Hey. How about how about we shorten it down? Chub Squatch. Chub Squatch. Yes. There you Chub... go. We got to figure out how to get Ginger in there too, though. That's nah. actually too close we'll, we'll to my nemesis. It. So. <laughs> Uh, check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony or on the Gadget Spot podcast, where it is exclusively for everyone. Oh, nice! Uh, Rebecca Frost, everyone. Hi. Thank Rebecca. you for not giving me. I don't want a nickname. No, you don't. No. <laughs> You're not getting one. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I saw your 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 Twitter yesterday was very up and down. Yeah, yes. it was an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> you were everywhere. You're like, yay, but um, yay, I can get the yay, vaccine. But, oh no. Well, Rebecca, I think it's. <laughs> Rebecca, I think they also just take into account people who have great personalities. That too. That's a factor. <laughs> Believe me. When I, is what that... about Butterface? Can I get no. a vaccine even if I've got a Butterface? It's, it's true, Rebecca. <laughs> it's true, Rebecca. When I called to make the appointment for my shot, they asked, are you a pleasant person? I said, no. Oh. But they let me anyway, so... Uh, oh, sneaking under. because you're right over there. 50, Carrie. I'm sorry. What I'm excited about is going to a restaurant and being able to look around for at least another month or two and be able to go, oh, it's just old people and chubby people. There's no, <laughs> one, fit. There's no one fit or young in this joint. Yeah! <laughs> I'm gonna... Get out of here, hot skinnies! <laughs> that's what. That's the thing, is that my wife, I don't know when she's going to be able to get hers. Nope, lock her up. She yeah. can never leave. <laughs> exactly. It's time to uh, up, the, the line at Chuckarama is going to be so quick. Yeah. It's finally, it's finally <laughs> our world. We will follow uh, follow Rebecca on Twitter for her ups and downs. What's your What's your handle now? You've changed uh, it. You gross, Rebecca. You gross, Rebecca. All right. Uh, <laughs> Shannon Barton said, "Everybody, hi, Shannon. Hey, how's God? Hi." Hey, you guys notice it doesn't look like I'm in the witness protection program today? Yeah, it's a little so bit light. Yeah. A little bit brighter. What's going yeah. on? What did you uh, do? I bought a new lamp. Oh, good. Nice. Looking cool. good. It's, oh, let it's, me turn mine on. Yeah, there we go. It's a lamp. There we go. Oh, <laughs> I was like, right, sit, boys. I, I was sitting here the other day and I was just like, this really does look like a cave. I need to fix this. <laughs> 
Oh, okay. And Let's... we have our host. Oh, hi. Nick. Mr. Kerry Jackson, the Admiral. Uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, x96.com, live from this, my very basement. Uh, for the foreseeable future still, I won't lie. Uh, even, yeah. if, even, even once I get my shots, there's still the chance that I could go out and bring it, you know, the COVID home to the missus. And so until she yep. gets her shots, uh, that's when, you know, that's when well, things will change. And y'all expecting us to go back to acting like normal people, like right away. I'm not going to know how to interact with, I oh, already, I exactly. went to go get my blood drawn and. Oh, that was a tweet that, that got me. <laughs> that wow. was the reaction I was expecting. <laughs> And that was the level of professionalism I maintained with the phlebotomist as well. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I don't know if you want to repeat that tweet. It was... Oh, how I went to go get blood drawn, but I'm on my period, so instead of tapping me like a maple, why can't they take oh. it from the open source? Oh, oh God! <laughs> oh. oh. Wow! I, I, my response was a gif of Steve Brule just trying to figure out what camera to look at. It was the oh. perfect reaction. I, uh, I'm writing down, tap me like a maple. <laughs> it, it may be the title of the show. It was oh Chub Squatch, but now it may be. <laughs> oh. Oh. All right. Um, Tony, Tony and I are in a vision fight for title of the episode. That's right. <laughs> yep. Oh, I was dying when I read that tweet. That's uh, funny. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, that's, that's why you follow Rebecca on Twitter. Um <laughs> We gotta raise a glass real quick. Uh oh. To a truly horrible human being, but oh. a, a funny motherfucker. All oh. right. Okay, I'll do that. Uh, raising I'm a glass. Right here. Is it to, to me? No. Oh. <laughs> Rush Limbaugh died already. <laughs> no, this is. Uh, he wasn't funny. He wasn't very funny. Uh, <laughs> Tony. Tony Hendra died. Um, Who's that? You, who that is? you don't know who that is uh, no. right away because I will tell you who he is. Um, he, uh, I first encountered him when he was writing for National Lampoon magazine. Okay. And uh, he played Ian Faith, <laughs> the manager of Spinal Tap. Oh, he was God. he was the British guy, the British guy who who said things like, "There's no sex and drugs for me uh, out on the road. I have to find strings in the middle of the desert. I have to, you know, that that whole thing." Uh, so, uh, but he's a horrible, horrible person. Why? Uh, he a horrible so person? there's a lot of there's some sex stuff there that uh, uh, I don't want to I don't want to get into. Remember, everyone so, sucks. Yeah, yeah everyone sucks. Seriously. So Tony Hendra, who was uh, Ian Faith, the band manager for Spinal Tap, tragedy. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't worry about uh, the cancellation of the Boston gig. It's not a very big rock and roll town. All right. <laughs> <laughs> God, I love that show. Anyway, all right, let's begin. When we're since we're talking about the COVID, I just got this. The COVID. Uh, the wow, <laughs> that was quite gross. How? How? I'm just sitting here. I don't understand. <laughs> I licked the wrong doorknob. I used a public toilet. I don't know. Uh, but uh, this uh, this was uh, just sent to me. Uh, California theme parks may start reopening as early as April first. Which ah, jokes on you? I think is a bad Fool's joke. <laughs> see, I think this is a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. The story, the story is, and what it is is, it's pressure. It's all about money. Uh, it's it's the pressure to uh, to get these things open so people can start making money. Your lives be damned. Uh, is what it boils That's down to. 
capitalism in a nutshell, right? Yay. Yeah, basically. We are, all, we are all expendable capital when it comes to the cogs mm-hmm. of the machine. I want, here's the thing. If I'm going to catch COVID, I want to catch it from riding down Splash Mountain and getting just all the COVID water just like this. <laughs> uh, this is the situation. Um, what it is is Gavin Newsom, the governor of California, uh, he, he done fucked up and got caught going to dinner, and that's all it took. So yeah. now he's he's more capitulating uh, oh, in geez. his attitudes about COVID. Uh, so uh, the OC how, Register notes, huh? I was going to say, how hard is it to get takeout, especially if you're the governor? Hey, uh, well, this this is a this was a very exclusive uh, restaurant. Day. It was uh, it's hard to get reservations, even if you're the governor of California it, for this place. Like Army it's, Hammer's it's just restaurant, wings, and they're one of those restaurants that's just <laughs> in Chili's. It's a. Uh, it, <laughs> It's 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 a place I've been. It took me a year to get reservations. Anyway, oh, um, I this think guy. Lee, Lee got my joke. Yeah, it's like which ex girlfriend would you like to sample, Mister <laughs> <laughs> Hammer? Here's here's the story. The new uh, California theme park guidelines and open dates are part of a refresh of Governor Newsom's four tier blueprint for a safer economy. It's the new right. one. You know, the other one, uh, maybe it was a little draconian, draconian because I had reservations. <laughs> well, you know, when our, when our side fucks up, it's it's huge. It's a big deal. When when their side fucks up, it's, oh, for, you just don't worry. Well, just it's because uh, all you got to do is wait another three days and they'll do something worse. Yeah, and that's then, true. And then the news moves on. But uh, here's the caveat for this whole thing is that they're going to they're they're going to take a look at April 1st. It all depends on what condition the county is. And that's Orange County. It's very, very Republican. So I'm sure they're rife with covid. They'll be just um, fine. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, orange. Uh, it's also limited to locals, Californians. Mm. So those Californians. Are the... Yeah. What about people How do you born? Get there? You hop on the five, head all the way down to sunset. <laughs> so if you were born in California, does that count? I think they're going to look at your driver's license. Yes. No, so I'm technically a Californian, residence. though. I mean, I spent probably, well, I'm old now, so only 20% of my life there. But Br- Bring your, gift, uh, your birth certificate. My, I'll bring my gift certificate, certificate too. And your like, birth, yeah. I'm a Californian. I can actually give you instructions to just about anywhere in Southern California. Oh, oh yeah? Cool. Yeah. You Do just it. hop on the five. Yeah, there it is. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stay off the 405, whatever you do. Yeah, but you know, once yeah. you get to the clover leaf, I, I don't even know where the fucking go anymore. <laughs> uh, let's see. The other thing that came up this week, and this is a uh, the movie Space Jam is beloved by a certain age group of people. Oh, this I, hi. I can't believe. Hello. When I first saw <clears throat> Space Jam, I. Whatever year it was, I wish I could remember. I could look it up. I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to the Trolley Corners Theater on, you know, where your old building was, Carrie. Yes. And um, that's where we saw Jurassic Park. Me and Carrie. That's where I was first introduced, Shannon, to Mars Attacks. Because there was a trailer for <laughs> Mars Attacks before <laughs> Space Jam. And ever since then, I've been just traumatized. <laughs> Uh, we should tell our listeners that she reve- she unfortunately revealed that to us one time. Yeah. <laughs> and now, like, any chance I get to, like, uh, put a, a a meme or a picture or a, a, a gif of, <laughs> of the of, Martians, uh, of the Martians, I do it. And she's always like, she'll Jenny! open it up and she'll be like, oh, fuck you. 
Now, now you've still not seen that movie, have you, Rebecca? Not all the way through. Okay, all right. I'm thinking about doing it for Patreon, though. That would be fun. That would be fun. You know, back when when we're back to normal, you know, in the future, we, we used to do those movie nights. Remember when we did movie night where we mystery science theatered Raiders of the Lost Ark because Jay had never seen it? Yeah. Uh, Maybe oh, yeah. that's what we should do is is a uh, mystery science theater live edition of Mars Attacks with Rebecca. Because I, I love see, that. I love that movie. I have to see her next to the exit though. It's that what? ending. That ending with Tom Jones with an eagle on his yeah. on his arm and he starts yeah. singing it's not unusual. It's not unusual to be with anyone. Anyway, Space Jam. Space Jam, come on and slam and welcome to the jam. And it's and it's so funny. All the big original Space Jam fans that I know are women. It's you and Taylor. Taylor Taylor loves it. She loves it. It's her favorite movie. It is. Yes, I remember. She rented out Broovies. Yes, so so that we could watch it. But then Broovies, they couldn't play it, and so we wound up watching Trainwrecked instead. Classic (laughs) Broovies. Classic (laughs) Broovies. So anyway, Space Jam. it, uh, we're getting. We haven't gotten a trailer yet, uh, but we have gotten uh, images Uh-oh. from. Are, are you going to talk about what I hope you're going to talk about? Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> uh, apparently, Lola Bunny isn't fuckable enough, but we'll get there. Um, so here's the plot. Here's the plot. Now this actually makes me. Now I didn't care for the first Space Jam, but this one makes me interested now. So what it is is uh, the original plot of Space Jam, and you'd be able to explain this better than me, Rebecca is that uh, they're space aliens, they invade the Earth, and Michael Jordan says, we'll play a basketball game. Well, to, okay, I mean, that's... <laughs> to, to save the Earth or some shit. Everything, and... everything you just said there is wrong. Is it? I mean... <laughs> okay. Well, there's, there's well, help basketball. Me. Help me. <laughs> yeah, I know there's Michael's basketball. In the Michael, Michael Jordan's in it. <laughs> I, know, I know he's in it. Somebody Jordan. Get out the phone book. Get out the phone book and read every name, last name Jordan. I'll find who it is. The are going up against the Monstars, and they need an A-plus basketball player, so they go and kidnap Michael Jordan. Yes, and Michael Jordan recruits the Looney Tunes to play with him. I just and, said that he was no, kidnapped by them. He was no, kidnapped. He, he gets, he gets recruited by them. Because <laughs> yeah. isn't, aren't the Monstars trying to invade Looney Tune space? Not, not our yeah. Earth. The Looney yeah. Tune yeah. Earth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So right. you're saying, so you're saying <laughs> these cartoons abduct a person of color and exploit his talents. Oh, uh, there we go. Okay. Listen, I don't want to promote another podcast, but on one of my other podcasts, Reboot Leggers, we just did Space Jam. Okay. We rebooted Space Jam. So, you can mm, go learn okay. all about it there. You fixed it. Okay. Well, <laughs> so this is the new one. This is uh, LeBron James, right? Is is he the basketball man? He yes. is the basketball man. <laughs> he is the best. <laughs> In this particular instance, he is the basketball all right. man. All right. You know, when I have when I have naughty cosplay at home, that's usually my <laughs> that's my LeBron? Hello, I am basketball, the basketball man. man. <laughs> ow, ow. Oh, basketball, basketball man. man. Ow, ow. Where and, can I deliver And Rachel's these? a cheerleader. Go basketball. Where, where can it, I deliver these deliveries of basketball? It, so, it was, it was going to be Kobe, but they had to recast. They did. Oh. It, oh. Rude. Dang. It was always LeBron. He's the dead basketball man. All right. Oh, my so, God. So LeBron James. Another safe word. He's right. So LeBron James. Uh, 
<laughs> so here's the plot of this one. All right, here's the plot I'm of this so one. I'm so glad Jay's not here right now. <laughs> he would kill us. That's all right. He would, he would, he'd just he say would, they're all Karens. He'd be very disappointed in us. Um, so LeBron James is playing a heightened version of himself, struggling to relate to his son Dom, which I does, – does LeBron James have kids? I guess he does. I don't know. He does. He, he has all one right. in uh, high school right now. All right. Uh, it struggles okay. to relate to his son Dom, played by Cedric Joe, who's much more interested in creating games than playing them. When Dom's tech skills draw the attention of a CGI humanoid oh, named yeah. Al G. Rhythm, played by Don Cheadle, okay. <laughs> the father-son duo get sucked into the Warner careful, Three. Careful. They get sucked into the Warner <laughs> Three Thousand Entertainment Serververse. Oh. With the with the AI kidnapping Dom in the hopes of stealing some of the uh, the king's followers, and that's 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 what he's after is followers on Instagram. Uh, that's the uh. that's the stakes here for this movie. So All the, right. So, so what the pitch I'm meeting hearing was literally how do we get some of those influencers? Well, yeah. so what I'm hearing too is don't get into coding. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Cheadle doesn't consider Algy a bad guy, rather an AI with a chip on his shoulder, according to him. So, oh, that's a pun. So what it is is when James is sucked into the it. Warner Brothers server. Now. He, <laughs> when he, when he's he, so he's he's transported into the server. Much better. There you go. And he took it. He took crazy. it down thirty percent. So thirty <laughs> percent. He will drift. He will drift through the studio's most famous films to track down his squad of basketball players. Wait, what? So yeah. So there's Mad Max, there's Casablanca, there's, you know, The Matrix, there's Wonder Woman. This is an advertisement for Wait, HBO. For, for yeah, basically HBO for now. HBO Max, yeah. HBO Max. So there's no Looney Tunes in it? There are Looney Tunes, I'm getting there. They're just not as hot as they used to be. That's true. Uh, so this will, be on, this will be on HBO Max July 16th. <laughs> now, apparently Tucker Carlson and Tony stupid. have a problem <laughs> that, that Lola Bunny's no longer fuckable. So what happened to the look, hot look, Lola? I'm sorry. Where did the tits I do have, go? Where did I do have to interject. Go? I have to interject. I'm nowhere near as fuckable as I was in 1996 either. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah, I love true. you, but it's true. So, uh, so what I we're going know. to find is when when <laughs> LeBron James he goes to Themyscira in this Space Jam movie. No men allowed. But but guess who is there? Lola Bunny has been living on Themyscira. Well, fuck yeah, she has. Of course she has. This sounds fucking stupid. (laughs) No, hang on. That actually makes sense for because the real Amazons cut their bosoms off. Here's what she says. Fuck, Tony. They cut off one, and it's for shooting arrows. And two, have you never seen what a sports bra does? You could go from having D's to an A with the right sports bra. Uh, bosoms. (laughs) So, so he finds her on Themyscira, and this is what this is what they said. We wanted we wanted to meet her with the Amazons, trying to find a greener pasture for herself, as she says in the movie. There's more to her than just being a tune. That's why she's in Themyscira, is that she wanted to learn more and do more rather than just Fuck being yeah. a cartoon. Pursuit of knowledge. Yeah. So uh, there you go. Good now, for Bunny. Now I don't think we're I don't think we're gonna see Lola Bunny riding with Robin Wright into battle, but 
I wish. You know, I that sounds cool to me. I love the idea that they're going to be not just tunes, but other <laughs> properties from Warner Brothers. That sounds That's fun. That's kind of weird to me. Is it? It's no. Nah, it sounds like a good idea for me it, to poop on. There it is. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Uh, so uh, they 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 uh, own the rights to the man. Harry Potter movie, so I'm sure they'll go to Harry Potter. Could be, yeah. And then so, they'll. They'll they'll go to the non anti Semitic Mad Max. But this this makes me more interested in the movie than before. Now that I hear this, I'm like, oh okay, I'll watch this. I'll see what they do with it because that might be see fun. what the fuss is about. And hey, uh, uh, huh? Carrie, have you watched any of the new Looney Tunes stuff that's on HBO Max? I watched a couple, and then I got distracted by the classic ones. Yeah, I just I watched some with the kids on uh, mm -hmm. on Friday, and I like, thought they were pretty funny. They're good, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. It's like these new Mickey Mouse ones that are on Those, uh, as those well. are kind of amazing, though. They because, are. you know, because they're made by the students, and students yeah. got innovative ideas. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's a terrific idea. They haven't had that creativity beaten out of them by the industry yet. <laughs> uh, Tony, do you want to take this opportunity to say that you're joking about the whole Lola Bunny thing? Of course I'm joking. Okay, yeah. all right. I just want to make it <laughs> I sure. Thought that Tony, was, I, I thought wished, that was clear. I, I just wish you sure. doubled down. Oh. <laughs> I just wanted, I want everyone to know. We don't want Tony. To Tony doesn't yeah. want it. We don't get want to get Tony canceled. We don't need. No. We don't need Tony. You know, getting harassed. Tony got me tooed by a bunny. Oh, dang it, bunnies! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, oh, Tony. I was joking. Right. Okay. Tell, tell the bunny you're sorry. Sorry, bunny. <laughs> it's just Tucker Carlson that's sad that she's no that t yeah. Lola Bunny's no longer what a fuckable. fucking asshole. He is. He this is. is the future the left wants: titless bunnies. <laughs> but you know, his wife is a doctor. Really? I don't know. Don't, don't call her that sorry. though. Who am I she's talking about? Woman. Ben we're, Shapiro. We're... Sorry, <laughs> it's my guy. other safe word. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, Ben Shapiro. Yeah. <laughs> well, right. okay. That'll okay, literally Lee. end. That'll end anything in the bedroom. Ben well. Shapiro. Oh, Ben so Shapiro. Okay, Lee, I'll pull it out. I'll pull it out. <laughs> ben Shapiro. After these, After these messages, messages, we'll be right, we'll be right, right back. back. Well, let's see what's happening at uh, Dr. Volt's and the Nerd Store for the month of March. In mainstream comics, Marvel is cleaning up after the King in Black, and DC is wrapping up Future State to make room for their next crisis. Two exciting indie titles that they want you to know about starting this month. The genius lunatics at Bad Idea are changing the game with... ENIAC number one. In, here's the premise. In World War II, America had the Manhattan Project and ENIAC, a supercomputer built to wage war. On August 6, 1945, Truman ordered the bomb dropped on Hiroshima. On August 9th, another bomb dropped on Nagasaki, but it wasn't Truman, it was ENIAC. Neat premise. Also, excellent! Keanu Reeves and Matt Kent released Boom Studios' Berserker this week. The man known only as Berserker is half-mortal, half-god, cursed and compelled to violence, even at the sacrifice of his sanity, working for the U.S. government to fight the battles too violent for anyone else. In exchange, Berserker will be granted the one thing he desires in life, how to end it. <laughs> Both exciting titles are available at Dr. Volt's and the Nerd Store right now. Get yours before they're sold out. The Nerd Store out in the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volt's Comic Connection at 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake. And we're back. Okay. Uh, let's see. This is... Uh, I know nothing about this uh, this book I'm about to tell you about. Make it up uh, then. All right. I, I just found this whole story around it fascinating. 
um, because this was the big story that broke yesterday. It was uh, uh, the Duffer Brothers, who do Stranger Things, mm -hmm. and Steven Spielberg are teaming up to do a Stephen King book, Talisman. All right. Whoa, okay. There's a lot going on in that sentence you just said. <laughs> <laughs> Well, here's the here's the here's the part that down. I here's the part I found fascinating. Like I said, I know very little about this book because books. Um, <laughs> but uh, back in 1982, Spielberg was so enamored by this book Wait, that hang on a second, the world existed in 1982. I know, right? Um, huh. Okay. Now, 82 was two years before the book was published. Okay. How did he but get enamored with it? He's Steven Spielberg. He can. He's got the inside track. He's got, He's like, he knows everybody. Yeah. Send me any, all the books before they're published. Probably he, shared a Coke dealer. Could be. He, <laughs> before the book was published, he acquired the screen rights to outright and in perpetuity for the talisman. He loved the book that much. Smart oh, wow. move, honestly. Yeah. Uh, then he spent. He paid. Sorry. Uh, it's couch money $6, for him. $6. Couch change. He then spent the next 35-plus years developing Is It a Movie, trying in vain to find a way into the story. But now Talisman, Talisman uh, may finally reach the screens, but as we do these days, a series. You know, and I yeah. do, don't you love that? I like, do. Lately, I do. Because movies? Yeah, I love it because yeah. I'm just like, there's so many times where you're like, oh, they're adapting one of your favorite things, and you're like, there's no way they could do this even yeah. in a three-hour movie. You can't mm -hmm. fit you it know? in. Yeah. That's why, like, I just, it's just opened up so much storytelling. Mm -hmm. Like, like I mean, how else could WandaVision been done? Couldn't do that exactly. Seriously. Yeah. Right. So uh, the Duffer Brothers, who uh, do Stranger Things, uh, they're working with uh, Steven Spielberg to, to make this into a series. Okay, here's the plot. Uh, Talisman tells of a 12-year-old boy named Jack Sawyer who sets off on an epic road trip quest in order to save his dying mother's life. And gets uh, sucked into a server. Careful he there. Is, he is in Careful search. <laughs> Take it down 30%, big shoots. Phrasing. <laughs> he is in search of the Talisman, a powerful relic that can not only heal his mother, but has he, as he learns, save the world. His journey crisscrosses two realities, the America we know and its dangerous fantasy world twin known as the Territories. Frick, I want to read this book now. This sounds Frick. good. <laughs> there is a, apparently there Frick. was a sequel to it written a few years later. Uh -huh. So it's two books. So It was called Talismans, but the S was a two. That's right. Ah, I like that. As far that's, as you know, that's right. That's good marketing. <laughs> that's just... Or maybe That's the inside in Talis, that was a two. Man, Talisman. And it's a two yeah, inside. Uh, we keep, I keep making uh, Letterkenny jokes today, but um, yeah. as I always do, I guess. <laughs> but it was so cool. Like, I, uh, all these young people are, all these youngins are moving down to Green Street. They're all buying <laughs> up the houses, right? Yeah. And I'm driving down Green Street to go to the store, <laughs> and somebody had a big flag, the new neighbors, and they were outside. A pitter patter, let's get at her flag. Oh. Nice. Wow. And I pull up and I pull up and I roll down the window and I go, let's get at her. And they go, yeah. And I go, <laughs> and I go, and I go, how are you now? And she goes, not so bad. And you doing okay. And I just drove off. And then she went inside and she said to her significant other, hey, some old guy with a no, squirrely Dan beard just said something <laughs> to me. Letter Kenny's over. No, they, they were both outside. 
Oh, that's funny. So she didn't as have a drove, far to walk. Yeah, as you drove away, she looked at her husband or partner. No, and said, they were laughing their asses off because we're a special troop. You were, you had to be there. They were laughing. Yeah, <laughs> I believe it. Letter Kenny's universal. Fuck you, Rob Cordry. Wow. <laughs> Don't fucking get it, dude. <laughs> I look nothing like you. him. I mean, no, I have I have baldness right now, in common with him. No, I'm oh, telling you right sorry. now. Watch, watch the unicorn. I don't like Rob Corddry. Well, it's I don't think he's funny. Like I don't look like him. Yeah, you do. <laughs> no, I don't. You great. Stink. I'm stuck with. I'm stuck with this for fucking ever now. Thank you, Shannon. <laughs> That's what I do. Uh, yeah. Stuck right. with blueberries and Rob fucking Corddry for the rest of my I goddamn lo- life. Right. I think he's really funny personally, but right. carry on. Uh, uh, let's see. Like that. Right. He's let's... the car czar. He knows what cars are. <laughs> All right. Uh, That's unhappy endings. Get, He's okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Again, you know, referencing. Yeah. All right. Huh? Uh, no, it's just, you know, Shannon with Letter Kenny and you with. You know, t- Me with everything. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> stuff that I just can't remember because, you know, when I learn new things, I have to push old things out. Every so. time I learn something new, my brain deletes something out of it to make space. I only have so much hard drive up there. Uh, let's see, uh, Game of Thrones, uh, and and for life veteran, this is an actress, Indira Varma, uh, will be in the Obi Wan Kenobi series. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shannon just screen shared a picture of Rob Corddry that looks exactly like Lee. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> And and that'll be that'll be great that'll be great for the folks listening. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, he's gone. All right. So what's who's this actor? Indira she, Varma. She was Mama Snake. Yes. Um, Oberon's brother. She played Ilaria Sand, and she was also in Carnival Row, and she was in HBO's Rome. She's okay. Sandman. I know Carnival Row. Yeah. Yeah, uh, she is going to be joining the Obi Wan Kenobi series along with. Uh, I didn't know that Hayden Christensen was going to be on this show. He's playing Darth Vader. Well, I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert! Wait, Jesus I guess I, I guess it'd be it'd be weird if he was playing somebody else, huh? I'm Joe the Hermit. I live next door to Obi Wan. <laughs> I'm Santa Santakin. Ann Walker. Ann Walker. I love sand. I love sand. Unlike, you know. That's my twin. (laughs) He's playing Aunt Beru. You're all wrong. I would love that. I would love that. (laughs) This comes over. Hello, I'm here to borrow a cup (laughs) of sand. (laughs) He gets fire on his chest and has to put it out. Some blue milk. Uh, this This is my roommate. He's a sand person. You know, I love him. I love these guys. (laughs) And such and such. (laughs) I have no quarrel with the sand people. (laughs) I own some tract housing that I rent to them. It's it's something I was just saying to my girlfriend the other day. I love the sand people. The men, (laughs) the women, the children, all of them. All of them. Pod pod racing, not for me. No. (laughs) I'll tell you what's... I'll tell you what's a bad trick, spinning. 
<laughs> oh, the high ground? Mm, hate it. No. Hate Not it. for me. No. Not for me. <laughs> never, never believe that shit. You know? I, am oh. low, I am a low ground kind of guy. Yep. Hey, look. Absolutely. Look, my legs are made of meat. <laughs> oh, fleshy, fleshy, fleshy. Man, this lack of asthma. Ah. <laughs> are you a de- are you a devil? All right. Uh, all right. So yeah, she's going to be on the Obi Wan show, and they're making it now. Maybe she'll be Obi Wan's girlfriend. I don't know. We'll see. They don't. They don't. They're not saying who she's going to play, but she's there. Um, Again, Carrie, he, the Jedi cannot have girlfriends. He's not a Jedi anymore. Tell that to Anakin. <sighs> they did. Yeah, I know. Like... It was a whole thing. It was a whole thing, Tony. Because he did it wrong, of course. That's right. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, the Dungeons and Dragons movie keeps adding more pretty people to it. <sighs> yeah, but this who's is. In it? But who's writing it? This is hot folks go LARPing. That's what this is. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Um, Hugh Grant is the villain. <laughs> no. Hot people go LARPing, starring <laughs> Hugh Grant. Yeah, he was no, a no, villain. No. He's, he the, was a... he's the bad guy. <laughs> He was a bad guy in some other show I just watched. In- yeah. Paddington Two. No, well, when no. He was at the funeral. What, what was it called? I can't it was remember. called the the Paddington Two. Uh, no, it was a series. He deserved on- an Oscar. HBO. He was married to Nicole Kidman. And oh, the divorce oh, no. one. Yeah, the divorce one. The the reckoning yeah, or some shit. That's a bad know. name for a show. It was it was a bad <laughs> name for a show because I can't remember it. it Next it was, time on the divorce one. Yeah. Bump up. <laughs> the divorcee murdery show. Uh, no, if uh, I remember correctly, he played the villain in Notting Hill. Is that right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, that is correct. Uh, it makes I, a I, better movie if you think of it that way. I everyone's, trust you. Everyone's pretty bad in Love Actually. I, I mm-hmm. trust you because I've not seen Notting Hill or Love Actually. All right. But oh, he's the, he's he will be the villain. Killer. He's a serial killer. <laughs> he will be the villain in the uh, Dungeons & Dragons uh, movie. I think he's playing the uh, part of the game store owner who, Wait, closes, <laughs> who closes early. Please give him a ponytail. Please give him a ponytail, like a long one. Uh, Lee, I hope he's playing Venger. I hope he's playing Venger. What do you think? I hope he's playing playing the dungeon or perhaps the dragon. (laughs) It doesn't say. (laughs) It doesn't say. Hugh Grant as the dungeon. Just that he's the villain. Uh, so I, 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 people keep wandering around in my, in my, in my dungeon. I, I, I swear I thought she was a, 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 a lady. Uh, she, also, uh, Sophia Lillis from the It horror movie. She's the, the, the young version of uh, the redhead girl. Yeah. She's a good actress, though. She's in that superhero show that only got one season. It was That's really, so she funny was... because she drives me nuts. Really? I like her yeah. a lot. Oh, she um, was in uh, 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 I Am Not Okay With This. I Am Not Okay yeah. With This, which yeah. is actually, I thought, a pretty good show. Anyway, I thought it was really good, too. Uh, in there with other good-looking people like uh, Chris Pine and uh, Roger Jean Page and, mm. you know, all these pretty people who are now into Dungeons & Dragons now. Which, uh, which Wayans No, they're not into Dungeons & Dragons. They're into getting paid, Carrie. <laughs> <laughs> You're all wrong. They're getting well, sucked into Dungeons you, and Dragons. Have you guys yeah. noticed, and Lee might be aware of this, that D and D is like huge again, all of a sudden. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, oh yeah, because you got people it was, like it was okay. never huge like well, it is right now. I mean, it's yeah. it's a Has, Hasbro owns it, and it's, Hasbro has marketed it to the point where young hip, mainstream, young hip, good looking people think, oh, you know what, that's fun. But you get like well, Joe Mangello and all these other people. Say, yeah. Between, yeah. between Joe Mangello and then yep. fandoms around the yeah. Adventure Zone and Critical Role, 
Mm-hmm. Those have like really helped mm-hmm. shoot okay. it off. It's just a big yeah. part of it. Will Wheaton's podcast back in like 2010, 2011, he was doing just live role playing games and people yeah. really, really got into it. Harmon so. Quest is another one. Yeah, Harmon yeah. Quest. Yeah, Harmon Quest. How come Joe isn't in this movie? Is he yeah, he perfect? should. Yeah. He will be. Get, they need to get Joe Mangelono in there. And they're his wife. waiting to announce him. Sophia Vergara, get both of those beautiful people. No, nope. yay! Get the fuck out of this. Hey, come on! Yay! He'll uh, he'll be the cook at the dungeon camp. <laughs> that would be awesome if he was just like I, I the random a, cook. <laughs> I am a halfling fighter thief, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> it's yay! Yay! I so. watch that show every day now. It cracks me up. <laughs> and she's funny in it. Uh, oh, let's yeah. see. Uh, then there's this other show. And this this could be a podcast. This is why I don't understand why this is a TV show. This is this should be a podcast. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a show called Calls. And what oh, it is, yeah. is it's, it's... Like, it's like Twilight Zone on the phone. Each episode is like 10 minutes long. The only visuals that you will see on the screen are like the closed captioning and electronic squigglies. This is just YouTube. I watch YouTube videos like this what all this, day. <laughs> and you know what it reminds me too of is the, uh, if you ever watched the old Rescue 911 with William yes. Shatner, they would they would play back if they had the recordings of the calls. Yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. it would cut to a screen that would show the audio wavelength and you'd see the name of who's talking. And that was like, they would do couple minute long segments like yeah. that. Well, that's, that's what I this love, is. Like, Murder show, murder show. I'm gonna watch a murder show. That's on all the murder shows. Did you watch SNL last week? We did. I did. Yeah. Andrew ran upstairs, made me. He's like, "Stop oh, everything that you're doing." That was and hilarious. And showed me the murder show sketch, and I'm, that, he's like, "They got you." That that's <laughs> that sketch made my wife blush because she's like, oh, "That's that's, uh, that's me." That's same me. thing with Jen. All she does is listen to Hollywood crime scene all day that's long, right. every day. But uh, this is Calls, and uh, it's uh, it, a great voice cast. Uh, you got Pedro Pascal, you got Rosario Dawson, Karen Gillan, Mark Duplass, a whole bunch of people. But it's like each 12-minute episode, and there's like nine episodes, they're all connected somehow. They're different oh. stories, what? But, but you have what to watch the whole thing. It's on Apple TV, so, oh, okay. we, you know. Here's the thing is Apple TV puts out <laughs> some good stuff. They do. They do. All right. Uh, let's see what else have we got here. One more thing, and then we'll uh, we'll take another break here. Um, the future of Star Trek movies has been in question for some time. Don't do it. <laughs> keep keep all it right, on TV. All right, there. Oh. It's no longer no, I mean, a question. That's that's, that's my no. I mean, you tell the story. I'm just saying, stop mm. making the Star Trek movies. The, keep doing the shows. Long form. <laughs> yes. Uh, but. Uh, it, Kalinda Vasquez is her name, and she is a producer and writer on Star Trek Discovery. She's been hired by Paramount to write a new, original Star Trek movie. No. (laughs) (laughs) They just don't... I mean, come on. How many many good Star Trek movies do we have? Star Wars fans don't even have the right to complain about how few stinky movies they have. Take that. Star no, because half, half the Star Trek fans, uh, half the Star Trek movies suck. Which is, I mean, even but there's, but that means there's more good Star Trek movies than good Star Wars movies, right? No, doing that I math. Guess, if you go percentage wise, <laughs> I think Star Wars has more 
good one. I don't know though. I'm actually. just saying. I, well, I mean, and the this fandom, is a... the fandom is so the fandom is so horribly split on what a bad Star Wars movie is, right? So I'm, yeah, I'm gonna have to get a whiteboard out for this. But I mean, yeah, the, the old is... the old math the old math on Star Trek <laughs> movies is that every other Star Trek movie stinks. Well, it's the old I like math. the Paranormal Activity movies. <laughs> yes, just like those. Just like yeah. those. Uh, well, I, I think there are more good Star Trek movies myself. But anyway, so does, um, is there any details? Is this going to be the original uh, character? They have not characters? said. Just that this is, you know, because we've had in play that Quentin Tarantino script, and then there was one that oh, Simon Pegg was working on. Simon Pegg was writing one, and uh, and and now there's this one is also thrown into the uh, mixer. Star- Star Trek should always just be series. I'll tell you what I would like to see myself, and uh, I can't remember the name of it. Remember those Peter David books he wrote? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the one with uh, Captain, oh, was it Calhoun? The, the, the New Frontier books. New Frontier, thank you. That's yeah. the one. It was on my favorite version of the Enterprise-type ships. It was the Enterprise uh, C. 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 It was the it was the C okay yeah it was a C uh, mm-hmm. a C you know, version of the Enterprise and it was a, a whole yeah the whole he had a whole cast fleshed out and they were all interesting characters and I would uh, I would love to see that if that's what you're doing but that's not what they're doing this is an original take from from her and we'll see what happens uh, let's see oh do you need another version of the Wizard of Oz I'm just curious. Uh, at least ten oh, more. Yeah, that'll please. give us an we even. We got it an even, in uh, WandaVision. That'll be an even <laughs> dozen. So let's go for it. All right, uh, director Nicole Castle, uh, who worked on uh, Watchmen, uh, she is uh, doing a fresh retelling of The Wizard of Oz. Now the book is in public domain. I didn't know that, um, but the movie is owned by, I think it's Warner Brothers, and yeah, and mm-hmm. so they have the rights to that look. So what they're saying is that if she decides to, she can put in the like the ruby slippers. I guess that is not in the book. I don't know. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, yeah. In the book, they're silver. Silver. So, oh, okay. Interesting. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but they, and, yeah, and they made it red for the movie because they're like, we're doing it in color. Oh, yeah, want it to you gotta pop, be able to see it <laughs> exactly. So uh, they're working on that, and it may even be a musical. We'll see. That's what you need. It's another yep. retelling of the Wizard of Oz. All right. Yep. Uh, we get uh, some more coming up after these, after these messages. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. I'm JD. And I'm Peterson. And we're two-thirds of the 3-Bit Gamer Show. Don't worry about the other third. Yeah, seriously. Don't ask questions. Just listen to the 3-Bit Gamer Show for games, laughs, and Fred Durst. Find the 3-Bit Gamer Show wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we're back. Okay, just a couple of quick things here um again it's books so i'll ask you guys books uh, i've been listening to a lot of books lately actually so maybe this is one of them are the red wall books <laughs> i yes. read a bunch of those, oh, those are, are those the mice right yeah, yeah. Is that brian, right? brian brian jacques it was uh, 
he wrote those because he worked at a school for blind children. So he oh. wrote these children's books that are incredibly descriptive so that the kids could kind of fill in the blanks. And it's these fantasy animals that go on quests and they have grand feasts and they fight against evil pirate Wait. rats. And so that's right. I forgot how much detail he puts into yeah. their eating. Holy yeah. cow. Um, he talks about the feasts forever. So it was, it was uh, created for now blind I'm, children. Now yeah. I'm hungry. Oh, so it was recorded in Braille. Yes, yes, of course it was. <laughs> callback from uh, ten years well, ago. Long callback back there. He's been well waiting. Done. He's been waiting for that one. He's God damn! Finally, had that in his pocket, yeah. polished up and shiny, ready for deployment. You know. Yeah. Uh, but the Redwall books, Woo! Netflix has uh, got the rights to them, and they're going to do an, an animated movie and animated series. Nice. I am so excited because of who is doing it. Who? Uh, it is uh, Patrick McHale who did Over the Garden Wall. He was the writer. He's going to oh, script it. Okay, Absolutely okay. one of my favorite animated shows of the last 10 years. It really? Is, Over the Garden Wall is phenomenal. It is uh, Ed Asner's in it. There's It's it's a story basically over the 10 episodes that it's on, you kind of end up wondering if the main characters are actually dead. And that, but it, yeah, it's a it's a little boy and his big brother who end up on this adventure with singing singing frogs and oh. a weird a weird woodsman who's made a deal with the devil to keep his daughter alive. It's well, it's kind of amazing. Like it's sincere. Was this a movie or a series? It's on YouTube. It's on. Uh, it's on. Um, Hulu. It's on Netflix. Netflix. It's on. I think it's yeah. Hulu, Netflix, one of those shows. But it's it's literally like one of my favorite. I think Elijah Wood does the the lead character's voice. No, oh. it's. Oh. I just, okay. I absolutely love it in oh. seeing oh, these guys. Uh, I just looked it up. It's on HBO Max. HBO okay. Max. Okay. So I'm, yeah, I'll it's. Check that out. I I love it. Like it is. It is required viewing for us during Halloween time because oh. it's just amazing. And yeah, so it's so, over the over the garden wall. It's got Elijah about. Wood and, and Christopher uh, Lloyd is the Christopher Whitman. Lloyd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard well, nothing but phenomenal things. Yeah. In addition, show. well, ninety-two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. So the guy who wrote that is writing these, and uh, in addition to a Redwall film, uh, following the events of Matthias's The Mouth's uh, Life. Oh, they're starting with Matthias. Okay. Yeah, Matthias. Thank you. Uh, Netflix also plans to produce a series chronicling the adventures of Martin the Warrior. One yeah. of the few, one of the few characters to frequently pop up across multiple uh, the multiple books takes place across a rather vast timeline, reaches far back before Redwall's founding. Martin is the King Arthur character of Redwall. Ah. Like everybody, he's the founding of the Redwall Abbey, and like everybody wants to be Martin the Warrior. Even like four hundred years in the future, when he's long dead, they they all want to be Martin, who's this like oh. brave little mouse who defends the abbey and. Yep. There's like cool badger warriors and there's tiny little hedgehogs that get in trouble all the time. And there's little, there's little baby animals. The hedgehogs are always nicking food from the kitchen. Yeah, they're, they're, they're very hungry. <laughs> they're very hungry. Yeah. I will definitely <laughs> check this out. I'm so excited for this. Like these were these were the books that Rachel and I, when we first started dating, we bought each other Redwall books all the time. And then oh. when, we, when we had kids, we would read the books to our kids. And oh, uh, it's nice. just the right... It's the right crew. It's the right people, right? This isn't good. They're not making glitzy. They, I think they're going to take the time to tell a sincere story, and I'm oh, really good. excited about that. Well, and I was looking at the art style on that Beyond the Garden Wall, and it was it's pretty it's cool. Amazing. It's amazing. I like amazing. it. Yeah. Uh, also, also on Netflix, uh, Jupiter's Legacy. We've not seen a trailer yet. So, uh, but it's uh, premiering May seventh. 
this is I, I they have a teaser but it's audio only yeah and you see the logo and the things they say in that teaser just like ticked all of my interest boxes i was uh, just like yep i'm in it's a uh, of course a comic book uh, from mark millar uh and uh, it will be an eight episode series premiering may 7th uh, we should sometime this week or next see some footage but it stars uh, Josh Duhamel, Leslie Bibb, Ben Daniels, Elena Camporas, Andrew Horton, Mike Wade, Mike Matt Lanter. Why did uh, you say his name like that? Duhamel. Duham Duhamel. Josh Duhamel. Josh Duhamel. It's D. It's D U H A M E L. Yeah, but it's Duhamel. In French, it's pronounced Doomhammer. Well, in in. Where I come from, it's duh Amel. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, but uh, that'll be uh, out very, very soon. Also, um, Shudder is, uh, a, uh, if you're a horror fan, you, you need to be subscribing to Shudder. I am and I am. Oh, well, then you'll be able to see George Romero's unseen film, The Amusement Park. Oh, hell yeah. It is a newly restored lost film by George Romero. Nice. Uh, they, uh, he says, the moment we heard the amusement park had been rediscovered and was being restored, we had to, we knew it had to be seen, and, and so they uh, put it on shutter. Uh, the film is seen as an allegory about the nightmarish realities of growing older, and as a snapshot of the filmmaker's early artistic capacity and style. Forty-six years it's been missing, apparently. Wow! Um, what? Wow! Yeah. And they so found 1973. It. That's wild. Shutter. Cool. Shutter is also where you can find Viggo Mortensen's best movie. Oh, where he plays Leatherface's brother in one of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies. He Jeez. he runs around wearing a frilly apron through most of it. Wow. So is my question is three, three or my, four. My question is is uh, if it was so great, why didn't we see it? Uh, they ma- they probably mastered it and put it under his bed for safekeeping. Just forgot it. about it. It's know? too good for everyone. That's, that's it. What, yeah, it may, that's it may have also been because he couldn't get the funding to release it at the time. Could because be. a lot of people got pissed off at the original Night of the Living Dead when they realized that it was a not-so-subtle dig at white supremacists. Mm. And so, yeah, he was not popular in Hollywood for a very long time because he was low-budget, worked outside the system, and always... Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Day of the Dead is a is a classic anti-consumerist movie, but that movie did not get released widely. So, mm-hmm. all right, uh, and finally, this, and then we'll get to what we're consuming, what you've consumed this week, uh, because we finished Wandavision. Oh, and go to our mm-hmm. Patreon uh, sometime this week. We'll we'll put up our season finale deep dive of Wandavision yep. on our Patreon. And, and I'm, it's, I'm just I'm going to give my quick review. Chef kiss. All right. It's uh it's geekshowgotthiscovered.com if you haven't joined us yet. That's a quick link to get there. Uh but we're starting up the Falcon and the Winter Soldier on the 19th of this month, March. Yeah. And uh Kevin Feige uh discussed how the end of uh, Avengers Endgame where Steve passes the shield to Sam rather than Bucky opened up some very fertile room for storytelling. This is uh, suddenly what had been a classic passing of the torch from one hero to another at the end of Endgame became an opening up of our potential to tell an entire story about that. What does it really mean for somebody to step into those shoes and not just somebody, but a black man in the present day? Mm-hmm. Oh, is uh, that not Miles? Is that not into the Spider-Verse? <laughs> well, 
Uh, and Anthony Mackie says, uh, I didn't think we could do this on television, what, what we've been doing on the big screen. I didn't want to be the face of the first Marvel franchise to fail. <laughs> like, see, oh. we cast we Dang. cast the we cast the black dude, and now this shit is awful. He said. <laughs> so, <laughs> no. so Anthony Mackie, if you listen to him in interviews, he did an episode of Comedy Bang Bang forever ago. He's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like, well, he, yeah, he, and, you don't see it in his action. And he says he said it was a huge fear of mine when they handed me the shield at the end of Endgame. He says because there's a huge responsibility playing these uh, characters and. So that's interesting. March 19th. Now, they uh, did cover that story in comic books. Well, they covered two passing of the cap yeah. stories. The the Bucky cap, which I just loved. Uh, was, it was such a great series. Great series uh, because it, it is all about the pressure. You know, God, you know, who am I to, to you know, to stand in this guy's shoes? And then there was the uh, the Captain America series where Sam, after Cap got the super soldier serum sucked out of him, turned old. Careful and, now. And Sa- oh, sorry. Take it down 30%, <laughs> big shoots. And, and Sam uh, became Captain America. And there was a whole series of comics about that that were also very good reads. So we'll see what happens there. Can I just say on a side note, I love uh, Baron Zemo's new mask. It looks cool. Yeah. Oh, I haven't seen it. Is it? Mm. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. It's not... like a ski like it looks like a ski mask, but it's like well, heavier duty. Yeah. Interesting. And I'm glad they're finally doing something with his character because he was pretty cool by the end of Civil War. And well, then he's... he just didn't hear anything from that about his character for the next like well, five years. It's because he was in jail. Uh the thing about Zemo in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is he's Everybody talks about villains in the MCU, and they go, oh, Loki, I love Loki, or whoever, you know. Nobody ever brings up Zemo. He's the guy he defeated. He defeated the Avengers. He did what he set out to do. Turned down from the inside. And he he also, like, uh, created a fake superhero team full of villains that (laughs) everybody loved, and they were fucking shit up. (laughs) That's that's down the road. All right, what have we been consuming this week? Uh, Who wants to start? Raise Um, your hands. I could go. Okay, go ahead, Shannon. Uh, a couple, uh, a few things. Um, one I've got to stop watching is Shark Tank every day. Oh, Shark Tank's cool. Uh, well, I've no, been buying not. shit from it, so oh. I gotta stop that. Yeah, well, don't do that. Yeah. Um, and a movie I rewatched for to uh, watch the sequel tonight that still just holds up and was so funny. My stomach was hurting by the time I was done. Uh, Coming to America. Oh, that's, sequel. that's on I watched, Amazon, no, right? I, I watched the uh, the original last night. Oh, okay, not the sequel. And, okay, uh, I'm going to watch the sequel tonight. Uh, but I'm going to tell you right now, that movie could have been released last year. For oh, real. Really? And it is so goddamn funny, you guys. Like, I would highly suggest watching it before you watch the new one. Um where uh, where Just, is the original one available now? Is it on uh, Amazon? They're both or? on Amazon. They're both, both on, on Amazon? Amazon. Okay. Yeah. Jay, Jay that, said it was nostalgic. I disagree. Well, I mean, it was nostalgic. Well, the sequel. He says no, he's talking about, coming he's to talking about two. Oh, he says yeah, the okay. sequel, it was nostalgic. Okay. And uh, I'm very excited to start watching uh, Murder Among Mormons. I, oh, that's the show I watched. I, I watch finished that, that yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, the story of, uh, if you live here in Utah, mm-hmm. Mark Hoffman. Well, some of us Just have seen bananas. it, so we'll we'll talk about that coming up. All right. So yeah, uh, that's what I've been consuming. And Family right. Feud. 
and fantasy. And <laughs> Rebecca, Rebecca, you go next. Um, I wa- uh, so I played a little indie game called Little Misfortune on Steam. Oh. Uh, I got it because the artwork was pretty and the little girl that you play as was very funny. Um, and it's an indie game with like some dark twists and I like that stuff. Um, mm. I also watched I Care A Lot that I know that you guys, some of you have watched. I liked it. I didn't really <laughs> like it. <laughs> was it. Was it Peter Dinklage planking that turned you off? No, what? no, that was impressive. I mostly um, just didn't like that. I didn't have anyone to root for. That's really. the thing. There are no good people in this movie. That's I the like thing. I like stories where there are no good people. Uh, but but they, this, did they do it? Did they do it too good? This one, it, I just there's there, nobody to root for in this movie. Like but I love elder abuse. It. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh, um, and then yeah. murder among Mormons. I watched that as well. Did you get the whole thing done? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, is I, I, I did as well. How many episodes is it? It's three episodes. It's a three episodes. Oh, okay. oh, oh, that's great. Yeah, and it's uh, directed by uh, two local guys, uh, Jared, Jared Hess. Hess. Well, and, Jared Hess. Uh, Jared Hess. Yeah, yeah, the dynamite, dude. Yeah, a couple of local guys directed it uh, with money from the BBC, so I hope it spends well. Uh, I found it pretty fascinating. Uh, I I've always thought that was such a crazy, fascinating story. I um, never knew about it. I was going to say well, I'm I, in the same boat as as well, Rebecca. So, so, oh, like, I, I have no that was idea the thing, what this is, is about. Uh, so. me and Ag were yeah. talking about it. People are like, "Oh, I'd never heard about this," and I'm like, "Oh, but like." Me and Carrie and Lee, we lived through it. It was on the news. Oh, yeah, yeah. See, right? I thought. Uh, okay. Well, the, for the a while, second, they thought it was the Unabomber, I remember. The and, second uh, bombing yeah. was literally like a street away from my, like, fiance's grandparents, like mm-hmm. where they live. They, it was like one street over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's right, just right. Yeah. It's like less than a mile from my house. Yeah, so I texted my mother-in-law, and I'm like, I'm watching this show. Were you living there at this time? And she's like, oh, yeah, we knew like we knew the family. Well, it's, it's fun to watch the footage, and and I try to uh, name the all the old anchors. I can't remember their, uh, the news so, anchors. Uh, when Rod news Decker anchors. showed up, I was like, Rod oh my God. Decker! I, I heard that Dick Norris is in it. Oh, Dick Norris is, yeah. Uh, and, uh, do you guys remember when... Uh, we used be to be working to out gym. at the gym. Yeah. We'd oh, work yeah. out the gym, and he'd be there in like his zebra yeah. pants, yeah. and just grunt, <laughs> grunt like a werewolf. Yeah. Also oh! jacked, oh! jacked oh! shit. That dude oh! was yoked. That dude <laughs> was <laughs> yoked. Yeah, I mean, he he always looked pretty thick in his suits. So no, I, I, I mean, like, and it was like post works post. Out. It was post cancer. We'd go there to like yeah. do our little weights. We look over and there's there's fucking Norris, five hundred pounds on each side and of the barbell, screaming, <laughs> screaming yeah. like a fucking banshee. But Good uh, for, for, and then but, and then we'd walk down the street and go to McDonald's. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but for those of you who are listening outside of the state, it gives you a, a take a look at our at our town. But also, my uncle Jerry is in it. What? When you see the name Jerry K- Jerry Cahill, you'll see him pop up. That is my uncle Jerry. Uh, he was a spokesman for the church in their press department for the. Oh, oh wow. yeah, crazy! Yeah. And uh, he he just uh, he died just a year ago. Is a is ah. thing. He was he was a good guy, very good guy. Uh, I remember talking to him about uh, Life of Brian when the Monty Python movie came out, because the Catholic Church was going crazy. So oh, yeah, go, yeah. you know they wanted to cancel it right away. And so I said to him, I said, well, Jerry, is the, is the church going to say anything about this? And he goes, oh, no, we're not stepping on that at all. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah. we're not Just we're not going near that one. <laughs> avoid that minefield. <laughs> anyway, uh, but it's a, it's a pretty good series. 
Uh, who is next? Uh, Tony? Lee? Tony? Lee can Lee? go. All right. Um, so uh, other than my spaceship game, which takes up about 95% of my spare time, I did. Uh, <laughs> I actually found something on Netflix that made me fairly happy last night. I'll finish reading, uh, watching the rest of it this week. But I'm really happy to say that the classic Guillermo del Toro movie, Pacific Rim, finally has a sequel. Um, oh, no, it's, no. It's good to know that, you know, that finally the potential of the only Pacific Rim movie has has actually been built on to what some about degree. The second one? There was no it doesn't exist. Coming. Just yeah. like it's Highlander a fan two. fiction <laughs> film. There's no yeah. other. It's yeah. only a fan so, fiction. Um, yeah, there, okay. there were there were no sequels to Blues Brothers either. I know what he's yeah. saying. Exactly. <laughs> Pacific Pacific Rim: The Black. I will not say that it's perfect. I will say that it's got some. I'd say some voice acting issues, and I'm not too happy with. Mm. No, is but this a is this an anime or is it like it's, yeah. it's animated it's it's a western anime so oh, i mean the okay. the studio is it's very eastern anime looking the jaegers and the uh kaiju are fucking amazing the animation is stunning uh i mean it's all cgi but it looks so good and it's so bright and punchy and it's got that like it's it's just got that pacific rim feeling but the problem is if you hate teenage protagonists <laughs> it's going to drive you nuts yeah. right, right, but right. on the other hand a lot of kids die in this show so i think Carrie <laughs> might kind of like it because the whole thing is the whole thing is is like australia is lost the kaiju have taken over australia and so they have to shut it down and these parents that are Jaeger pilots they take their kids to this thing and they save all these other kids and then they disappear so 5 years later the kids find a training Jaeger and they're going to go kick some ass. But a kaiju shows up and fucks up everybody in their little village and they're all dead. And so it's mm-hmm. like you got kids' hands sticking out of rubble and stuff. And I was like, okay, very all brave right. choice there, Netflix. Okay. This is kind so, of uh, Attack of Attack on Titan a little bit. Style. A little bit, but, you know, better animation and not six, six episodes of exposition like Attack oh, on good. Titan would do. But uh, <laughs> I will say this it's got the feeling of pacific rim they have not yet gone into that really killer guitar bass rift that you would get with pacific rim yet but i i'm not far enough into the show to know because i have a feeling there's going to be a moment where that kicks in and then i'll scream and die so (laughs) (laughs) all right tony uh so uh we're up to the last year uh of the goldbergs we're good for you. Season You're seven. For you. We're on You're season seven right quest. now. Yes, we're we're plugging along. So uh... you've seen so much of what's his face in his underpants. Oh, yeah. Murray, yeah, <laughs> Jeff Garland. Jeff Garland, so much. And then as I, I hate to I hate to say it, but as the series has gone on, and maybe that's because we're watching seven seasons worth in like a month. But uh, the mom is uh, starting to drive me crazy. Oh, well, that's she, the idea. That's her job. I mean, that's mom for you. She is she is the original like character archetype. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, very much so. Very Big much time. so. But, but uh, uh, the actress, the actress, she's hilarious. Oh, she's oh she god, is phenomenal. Wendy something. Or Wendy really? McLennan yeah. Covey. Yeah. My, my so favorite, one of my favorite characters on Reno Nine One One. Very yeah. funny. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we've been watching that. Um, I watched. I caught up on season three of Cobra Kai last week yeah yes yeah Woo! uh hey, if you uh, if you've enjoyed in production heck yeah if you've enjoyed uh cobra kai the first two seasons you're gonna love season three and uh if you're invested in it then i got the chills in the last episode at the end 
it's oh, such man. and it's such 80s nonsense oh yeah so much of it <laughs> like i love it because it's like okay the 80s were nonsense okay i'm like th- this kid he's fucking crippled because of the big fight yeah <laughs> in, in, the, in the in the high school right oh my gosh modern medicine can't help but you know who can Johnny, Johnny Lawrence. Johnny Lawrence. <laughs> Just so pushing terrible. This, pushing this kid out of the wheelchair and shit. And it's and it's not like drinking his cores. Yeah, and it's not like he's the kid slowly like gets better with training. It's like something <laughs> crazy will happen and all of a sudden I made it to the next step in my recovery. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> I can stand without crutches now. Boom. Johnny, you pulled the fucking wheels off my wheelchair. I can yeah. sing, though. That's how it means you need to walk. Yes. Nope. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's still, the kid's still in the hospital from the surgery the day before, and John, Johnny puts the TV remote on a rolling tray table and pushes it across the room, and he's like, how am I supposed to change the channel? You got to get up and get the remote. And the kid <laughs> tries to get up and falls out of bed the day after spinal cord surgery. Yeah. <laughs> And he's just like, it's such, and Johnny Lawrence just stares at him and just says, nurse. It's, yeah, it's such beautiful trash. It's terrible. But, nope. but, but it's uh, terrible but, on purpose. But so. when season four comes out, uh, Tony, we'll do deep dives on that. Uh, yes, Star absolutely. And then speaking of which, Shannon and I are going to start doing uh, deep dives for probably every two episodes of uh, Superman and Lois. Because... Man, it's it's way better than I expected it. To yeah, be. it's way, I, uh, I watched, way better. Uh, way better I watched than episode, the Flash. I watched episode two yesterday, and I watched the season premiere of the Flash. Which I don't know what your problem with it is. It's, it was stupid. <laughs> it's the Flash. It's what that no, show has been stupid. doing. It's what that show has been doing the entire no, time it's existed. I, it's well, but here's <laughs> the thing: is people have said, okay, they they weren't able to film the ending for that storyline from last year. Mm-hmm. And and I fell out because I was like, this is fucking stupid. I and, did too. Uh, and uh, so this was the end of that storyline. Yeah. I didn't exactly know what was going on. And I'm sorry, Carrie, him <laughs> pretending to be Wells. I'm just like, this is fucking. Uh, that, listen, shit. I, again, I don't know how you parse this this episode with the rest of the show because it's pretty consistent it's doing what it's been doing so if you've got a problem with trash then the entire see the entire show is trash (laughs) well i'm gonna gonna give it i'm gonna watch this week so hopefully it's a new start i mean it's not like i was gonna say it's not as good as black lightning that's the best thing out there man and lois yeah all right it's worse Uh, than it's that episode was worse than uh arrow it I wow. it, it was the same as the rest of the show. Nope. I don't I nope. can't say worse or better. It's been the show. <laughs> Maybe it's anyway. I've, I've been spoiled by Marvel and could be Star Wars too. Could be. But you love Cobra Kai and that trash. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was supposed to be trash. <laughs> True. I will agree. That's my on-purpose trash. It's um, great. It is great on-purpose so, trash. Uh, we did uh, Murder Among Mormons this week. We also watched uh, The United States versus Billy Holiday, which was quite good. Oh. Cool. Uh, and uh, it's also interesting because the actress who plays Billy Holiday, not only is she amazing, but I think she sings this, the part as well, which wow. uh, instead of lip syncing, sounds just like Billy Holiday. Just amazing. And there's a story there that people are not aware of. Uh, yeah, about she had Billie a pretty Holiday. rough life. She did. Well, it's not just her drugs. It was, it was a whole, well, watch well, it. Like, Trust yeah, me. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Yeah. 
We also watched, uh, we, pay, we paid the money, ponied up the dough, uh, because I have nieces, and I, I want them to see shows like this. Raya and the Last Dragon. Oh, I want to see that. Was it did great? You, delightful. Did, just delightful. Did you see the clip, I saw it on Twitter, of all of the other Disney princesses welcoming Kelly Marie Tran to being part of the princess oh, yeah? family. I didn't see that. That's cool. Oh, I hope you like crying. I'll find it. <laughs> find it for me. <laughs> but it's just a completely delightful little movie. And just, you know, I can see it being one of those that, you know, Disney classics that, that you're going to be watching from years to come. It's just, they create their own universe. Uh, it's, it's this own special land. Uh, it, it's watch it. It's worth the it's worth the money. It's worth the thirty bucks. Uh, also watched. Uh, I think it was on Netflix. Moxie, uh, because my my dear sweet Amy Poehler directed it, and she's in it. It looks so good. I just haven't taken the time to watch it yet. It's a nice little lesson in feminism, but it's also retro at the same time because the girl, the star of the show, Amy Poehler is her mother and. Amy Poehler, when she was in high school, was a bit of a feminist and put out, do you remember zines? Yeah. She put out feminist zines. Is that a magazine? A magazine. Just you made okay. it. You made it yourself. You yeah, took it down. It I think she just, talked I, about that yeah. in gotcha. her book. You, you, you took them down to Kinko's, you printed them up, and then you do distributed them. Do I remember them. zines? I oh, know the you best did. One, the best one ever was Rutabaga Comics. That was good. I still have a couple of issues. I'm actually, uh, I, I don't want to read them because I know that there's some shit in there that would get me in a lot of trouble. <laughs> I'll, I'll destroy them then. <laughs> just, but just, uh, it's it's got classic punk rock in it. It's got the band Bikini Kill all through it. Nice. Um, but oh, it's yeah. but it's also you know very modern. Uh, but 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 uses that old time frame of the zine to get the feminist message out in this uh, high school. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm always siding with, with the girls on this because I hated the jocks in high school too. Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm able to relate there, but uh, it was very good. And uh, Amy Poehler has uh, got a future as a director, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, uh, so, hey, Carrie, one thing I keep forgetting that I've been watching and I really enjoy. Yes. Uh, especially as an old school, like 1980s wrestling fan, mm -hmm. uh, Young Rock. Really? Oh, I'm not started. Yeah, is it? I'm not willing. I'm not willing to go there. I don't think. Well, I, okay. I'm just gonna throw this out there for uh, uh, right. people that are like uh, fans of of old wrestling. So the way the show works is it's set. It's set in three different times uh, lines. It's it's Dwayne Johnson as like a nine year old, mm -hmm. him as a fifteen year old with a full mustache, and everybody keeps calling him Johnny Depp. Because <laughs> they think he's a Twenty One Jump Street, <laughs> and uh, and then the third timeline is uh, Dwayne running for president in the future. In the future, oh, my gosh! Yeah, and um, right. <laughs> and he's being interviewed by uh, Randall Park, John, oh, uh, Johnny Woo, Jimmy Woo, Jimmy Woo, yeah. playing himself. He's like, I used to be an actor. Now I'm a you know, a, a, now I'm a journalist. A news person. Now I'm a journalist. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. So, I used to be an actor. Now I'm a journalist. <laughs> right. So, uh, but the best thing about the show is, um, one, they've cast his dad, Rocky, looks just like him. But Carrie, they have mm -hmm. people playing the Iron Sheik. I heard this. they have people. They have people playing uh, a guy playing Andre the Giant, the Wild Samoans, the Junkyard Dog, and 
they are perfect. So, and, all right. and, and also it's got, it's got Dwayne the Rock Johnson in it, man. Okay. All right. So well, maybe like, I'll, I, maybe I'll dip my toe in there. Yeah. yeah it, like, it, you know, like, it's not, you know, high art, but it's, it's enjoyable. <laughs> all right. So. Okay. Games, Tony, and we'll wrap this up. Oh, there is uh, not a whole lot going on with the games this week. I think there's only one that's really worth mentioning. Um, it is... Uh, uh, Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time, is getting a... Uh, what do you call it? A patch for the new systems. So it'll take better advantage of the extra power of the PS5 and the Series X. Uh, and then uh, Apex Legends which has been out for a couple of years is finally coming to switch. So, okay. If you like that? If you All like right. Apex legends and you got a switch, there, there you go. All right. There Yay. you go. Uh, Mr. B, if you would, please. All right. I'm telling you right now, you, you slap a pair of chunky black glasses on this hand. Okay. <laughs> it's going to look like a really pink Rob Cordry. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> 